it's it's kind of a wild story. I was um, I was doing some internet fundraising. You know, the internet actually worked in a beautiful way over Fourth of July weekend at the height of this crisis for um, for bonds and other things for for people who had been separated. And um, and a friend messaged me and said, um, "There's another organization you should really know about." And uh, you know that that put me in touch with IFT, and I got the whole story of the amazing grassroots movement that they were putting together. And it was so incredible just to hear at that moment that rather than wait for someone else to do something, they were taking this into their own hands. Um, so I so I sent them some money, and I sent them a filmmaker. <laughs> I, I've worked with Linda Goldstein Knowlton, um, you know, several times, and she's a great friend. And I just had that gut feeling that this was the beginning of an incredible story, um, and that we needed to start filming them as soon as possible. <laughs> and yeah, it, for us, they they agreed. Yeah, it was the height. I think that you know it was the summer of 2018, and very quickly, within a week, Linda was on a plane. And um, she met with Julie, who was really gracious, and, and Francisco to open up their home and their situation. So the very first interviews, I think, were Julie and Francisco, maybe Megan um, and Rosie. And it was really clear to us that this was such a unique way into the subject matter, not only the grassroots movement, but Rosie's story. And then ultimately we had access to, to Jenny and it was always our goal to platform them, to, to give them an opportunity to tell their story in their own words. And, you know, they really represent many, many, many other families who have gone through this experience. Julia, you're you're kind of the heart and soul of this. Uh, are, is it intrusive to have a camera crew following you around all day? It's not. Um, Linda actually and the crew became like a family. Um, and it, it was actually, it became really natural. In fact, my children now, um, we had a Voice of America film crew in here doing an interview about a week ago. And they're so accustomed now to adjusting everything in our home around a film crew. So they were like, we can just move this chair. We can move this light. Do you want the window shade up or down? Um, so they were, they were really wonderful. I think particularly because they were so sensitive to Rosie and her children and to Jenny and her family. Um, and really always wanted to center their story and their voices. And so anything that we could do as um, the founders of the organization um, and as volunteers to really allow for that to happen was, um, was our honor and our privilege. Marty, as, as, as people are discovering the film, uh, what is the what is the sentiment? I mean, is there this this rush to help, and is is it's a life changing film to a lot of people? Uh, you know, truly, this is the first exposure to a wider audience. That's what the significance of of getting it into South by, which is this movie needs to be seen. You know, I was um, saying earlier to Maria, I, was, I said, I wish every judge in every state could see this movie. Um, you know, the impact uh, that they have on, on people's lives is so significant. And, and as the film points out, just the basic misunderstandings of what's going on in those countries and what these people are facing. I, I mean, with, uh, with Rosie, the, the misinterpretation of her 
asylum statement, you know, the, the confusion and how that impacted her. There's just so many parts of the story that I think people don't fully understand. So I'm, I'm somewhat desperate um, for a larger platform for this. We're really hoping. Yeah, so the goal, the goal at South by, you know, all the buyers will be there. So our goal is to sell it to a streaming service and really expose it. Um, you know, and we also want to do um, outreach, you know, it'll go to other festivals. We have a strategy and a plan in place that now post Southwest, we can really focus on and activate. You know, for, for, for years and years and years and many years as I can remember and even further back than that, films like this um, show a part of life that people are never exposed to. Um, and it's a wake-up call in a lot of ways. And I think, you know, Marty and I come from a scripted background. Um, Linda, our director, also started in scripted. And I think we can't help ourselves but to tell the narrative from a very personal character perspective. I think if we were journalists, there could have been, you know, from from the news angle or make it more academic, but that was never our instinct. So it was really interesting to build the film once we even had the elements and really look at the third act and how do you provide scope and context to a very intimate story. And I think Marty and I have always been interested in grassroots movements, how do revolutions get started? What is the perfect storm of people coming together, connecting and making a difference? So the story had all of these wonderful elements, but from the get-go, it was always grounded by the personal and the intimate and really moving away from the statistics of what's going on at the border and how things can get reduced to political soundbites. So I really appreciate that you recognize that and it has had this impact on you. Marty, uh, a technical question. I mean, doing a documentary, we you know you film miles and miles and miles <laughs> of content. And is there something left on the on the cutting room floor, so to speak, that uh, that you wish was in the film? <laughs> I mean, Maria can speak to this better, but um, yeah, always, always. There was there was a lot of things, but but. This was a down and dirty indie, you know, we shot maybe a total of 20 days over a long period of time. There was a really interesting meeting um, that Julie had with Shannon Watts. Um, Marty has also known Shannon and, and been involved in her organization and saw a lot of similarities at the beginning of these grassroots organizations and the sort of surefire growth that was happening quickly. But that that never made it into the film. It's sort of our narrative didn't go to that, go in that direction, but I'm glad. Yeah, at that it. point it was, you know, um, Sharon started, um, uh, Shannon, <laughs> Shannon started, um, uh, you know, I'm mom's demand. demand action. And I've, you know, been involved in every town, the, um, gun sense organization since almost, you know, from the time they were sort of being born um, to to now. And, uh, you know, that narrative was sort of um, much more about how the organization itself would grow and what, you know, what Julie and Francisco saw for it. And um, and that's a different story. So as much as uh, I was honored that we were be able to, to get these two incredible women together, um, different story. Julia, uh, overall, I mean, are you happy with the way the film turned out? <laughs> um 
Yes, because precisely because of what you're just talking about, there were so many hours and hours of filming. Um, there were a lot, there were other families also that were filmed. Um, and I, I, I didn't ask Linda what the structure of the film was. I didn't ask anything about it because I, one, I trusted her and two, um, I kind of didn't want to know. I just wanted to see, I just, I wanted to not seem or feel like I was micromanaging anybody or trying to interfere in their creative process. Um, and so when she said, okay, the rough cut's ready for you to take a look at, I really didn't know what to expect. And I was, um, because this story could be told in so many different ways, right? And it would still be true. There are so many different aspects to the story um, and there are so many sub stories. And so I, I didn't know what to expect. And I was just relieved that um, Rosie and Jenny were centered in the way that they are in this film. Um, because as you were saying, it really is with an issue like immigration um, to make an impactful documentary, you need to have a central person who's impacted directly by that experience and make them exactly who these women are, which are real people with real stakes and real lives, with dreams and goals and difficulties and challenges. Um, and you have to make them relatable, right, to your to your audience. And I feel like that was achieved. Um, and all of the feedback that we've had so far, we had a screening with a lot of our volunteers who were also really worried um, about, you know, were, were the white women who were kind of the, the backbone of this group going to be centered? And we were really, really glad that we were not. Yeah, I, I, I feel like it, it's a very balanced uh, film and, and so well done, as I said. Um, you know, in our final moments that we have together, and I think I'll give um, uh, Marty the last word here. Um, you know, there there is a tendency in some documentaries to be overly agendified, overly hitting your you know, people on the head with a hammer kind of feel. But this is so gentle and so wonderfully done and presented. Um, and yet, I don't think audience can miss the point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, again, um, that goes back to, I think, you know, all of our background in, in narrative filmmaking um, to Linda's and Maria's and myself, um, we understand deeply that that story, that personal stories are everything and that they, um, you can't look at this movie and not feel the personal impact as opposed to trying to put it in, you know, trying to make it political. It's, it will always be political. It always has been political. Um, putting that in context is important, but what's really important is to humanize for as many people as possible, you know, what people who come to this country really look like. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a lot of fiction about what they look like. And, you know, this film is so moving, I think, because it's, as Julie said, the truth could be told many, many ways, but this way has really, really changed our lives. Well, congratulations. And uh, Julia, uh, tell us a little bit about how we can help out with uh, uh, immigrant families together. <laughs> this is one of my favorite questions. Um, and it may, my answer may surprise you. I always say that you could certainly volunteer with us or make a donation to us, but really immigration is a hyper-local issue that touches every single other issue in your community that you care about from education to mass incarceration to healthcare. So I think really the best way to get involved with us is by getting involved in one's local community and looking at 
are we creating welcoming spaces for the people around us who are right under our noses, right? But often we don't see them. Their lives are largely rendered invisible. So I think get involved, join the school board, fight against mass incarceration in your community, learn if there's a detention center in your community. Get involved is, is what we all need to do. Thank you, ladies, so much for your time and congratulations on, on uh, Split at the Root. It is just a terrific documentary. Thank, Thank you, Tony. Guys, take care. Thanks so much. Bye.